We're back with a fresh and new episode of the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. When you're here with us, it's important that you know that you can always expect content that lifts up the name of Jesus and the cross. These will be told through messages and conversations that are powerful, dynamic, and encouraging. A new resource that we want you to know about is our 24-7 helpline. No matter where you find yourself, if you just need someone to talk to, to pray with you, and to believe God for you in whatever that difficult season of life looks like, we want you to know that we're here for you. And if you know someone who maybe needs help because of addiction, you can give them the same number and we can help them begin their new life. That number is 888 888- Five two zero zero six two zero. Once again, that's eight 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 five two zero zero six two zero. We're going to be blessed today because we've got Pastor Tim Sumner from the Joshua Campaign International Worship Center in Fresno, California, and he's bringing the fire today for Spiritual Emphasis twenty twenty one. Listen in and be blessed today, my friends. But before I do, I want you to say this with me. I want you to make this declaration. Say, Jesus, you live in me. And you're all about the Father's will. So in my life, I allow you to touch everything and anything. Bring me into order. I want understanding concerning your word the standard of your word. I'm not bound by legalism. I'm bound by the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, do what you desire in my life right now. In Jesus' name, we declare it over our lives. I want you to put your hands together and give Jesus an ovation of praise. Come on, somebody shout unto God. Well, you can be seated. I I hear people saying where God brought them from, I was raised in church all my life. I was in church, but I wasn't in Christ. And how many of you know there's a big difference between being in church and being in Christ? You can be in church and go through all the motions, but there's something that the Lord wants to speak to us today, and it's something that I had to learn, and I had to learn it the hard way. The theme scripture is 1 Corinthians 1, 9. It says, God is faithful who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Everybody say it with me. Say, God is faithful. faithful. Say, he is reliable. reliable. Say, he is trustworthy. And therefore, ever true to his promise. Now watch this. And he can be depended on by God the Father. You were called into companionship and participation with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. God is always faithful to achieve his purpose, his will in and for your life. You might not always get what you want, but you will definitely get what you need. Everybody say, what I need. Now watch this. God is always faithful to supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. By Christ Jesus, remember, you are in companionship and participation with Jesus. God is faithful. Now, here we go. 
God is faithful in developing you into the woman, the man that he desires. Remember, he desires. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, look at me. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Not out here, in here. First of all, it's got to happen in the infrastructure before it happens in public. How many of you given your life to Christ? Lift your hand and shout yes. yes. Everybody say, Jesus lives in me. You will never be perfect, but you can be pure. Purity's the key. Listen now. Like I said, I've been in church all my life, but haven't always been in Christ. Now watch. God has a plan, God has a purpose for your life that comes with process. You've submitted to a process. That's what I love about Teen Challenge. I go back to Teen Challenge when I was 17 years old. I met a man in Bakersfield, California by the name of Dave Wilkerson. How many from Bakersfield? Shout yes. How many of you know about Taft? Shout yes. I was born and raised in Taft. Is there any other place like Taft? Oildale. But you from Oildale? You got the Oildale look, brother. You can tell, you can tell them Oildale folk. Hey, they don't even have to be on speed. They're all jacked up. Woo! I'm telling you. You remember that remember, I'm telling you, I could say some things about Oildale. Oh, I got down in Oildale one time, had to make a quick U-turn. You know what I'm talking about? And there wasn't no place to make a U-turn. Them Oildale boys taught me a lesson. Anyway, see. You, you don't have to be in drugs to get in trouble. If you're not careful, you can get in religion and get trouble. One of the things that God will process out of you is not just a drug addiction, it's not just an alcohol addiction, it's not just a lust addiction, but listen, we don't want you getting legalistic. Oh, you died on me. What do you mean by that? I'm glad I don't have to mention it again. Here we go, now watch. God has a plan. Everybody shout, God has a plan. God has a purpose. Yeah, I was in church, but I wasn't in Christ. Freedom doesn't come from church. Freedom comes from Christ. Is church important? Yes. There you will find the government and the structure of what God wants to do on the earth. How many of you hear what I'm saying? Say yes. Get in a church that is Christ-centered. And a person that is Christ-centered, a pastor that is Christ-centered, people that are Christ-centered will lead you into the center of Christ. If you're with me, say yes. Now watch. Hang on. We're going somewhere. God has a plan. God has a purpose for your life that comes with, here it is now, process. That's what I love about Teen Challenge. It's 17 years old, Bakersfield, California. I met a guy by the name of Dave Wilkerson the founder of Teen Challenge. Let me tell you what happened. I heard about this guy, and, and all of a sudden he was at the Civic Center in Bakersfield, California. So I went. I wasn't born again. I just wanted to hear him. And when I got there, the music was great. The worship was great. Everything was wonderful. But when he stepped to the platform, there was something different. All of a sudden, at 17 years old, I saw something different in a man. 
And now that I'm 61 years old, I've come to the conclusion, what I saw in that man was not just Jesus, I saw process. What I love about Teen Challenge is that Teen Challenge, you come to Teen Challenge. You step into Teen Challenge and the process in Christ begins. Say it with me now. Say process in Christ. Here we go now. God has a plan. God has a purpose for your life that comes with process. That's what I love about Teen Challenge. You come to Christ, you're in Christ, you give your life to Christ, and the process begins. You are being processed, developed into the man, the woman that God desires. Process, a series of steps and or actions that leads to a particular result. The product is God's will in your life. Everybody say, God's will for my life. I believe what Alex said. I believe that there are apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists, worship leaders, missionaries. I believe they're here right now. And you are in process. Listen, stay in the process. Don't ever say no to the process. Now watch now. God has a plan. Process, a series of steps and or actions that leads to a particular product. The product is God's will, God's purpose for your life. Stay in the process and produce God's product, his product being his will. His will. What is God's will for my life? God is always faithful. Listen to this. God is always faithful to bring his plan, his purpose in your life to fulfillment. Everybody say this with me. Say, Jesus. Say, he's in me. I'm in him. In John chapter 15, it talks about you being in Christ more than Christ being in you. But understand, you have to take that initial step and you come into Christ. And if you stay in him, John 15 says, then what's in him comes into you. How many of you know that? Say yes. His characteristics, his mannerisms, the integrity, character, credibility, and dignity that the world has stolen. Now, all of that is being developed in us. Everybody say in us. Turn the one next to you and say, I'm listening. Because we're not there yet. Now watch. Everybody say, don't abort the process. Stay in the process. You know what I love? I've heard several say today, you know what? I relapsed, but Teen Challenge accepted me back. I relapsed, but they brought me back in. What they brought you back into was Christ, yes. But what they brought you back into was process. See, men and women of God do not just appear. They are developed. Men and women of God do not just appear. They are developed. You have to go through. Everybody shout it with me on the count of three. Process. One, two, three. Process. You have to go through process. You're in Christ. But that is what happens. He begins a process to what? To become more like himself. So now watch. Watch this. Man, my mind's going a thousand different ways right now. Everybody say it again. Shout process. God is faithful, always faithful to fulfill his purpose. Men and women of God do not just appear. They are developed through process. Look at the life of David. Everybody say David. David. How many of you know a little bit about King David? Lift your hand and shout yes. We always know about David and Bathsheba. But, but now listen, the Bible says... 
that David was anointed by the prophet Samuel to become king over Israel. He wasn't just anointed and then he was king over Israel. He was anointed to become king over Israel. He wasn't anointed like Saul in the privacy with a vial of oil. David was anointed in public in the midst of his brethren with a horn of oil and the anointing came upon him from that very moment and began to work with him. What was he working? He was processing David. Because the shepherd can't handle the throne and the crown yet. So he has to go through process. Just because you have a gifting and just because you have a talent, that talent and that gifting has to be processed or else you cannot shoulder the responsibility of those that you are speaking into. Hey, if you want process, lift your hand and shout yes. Process. Somebody said, I'll relapse. Come on back. That's the grace of God. How many of you hear what I'm saying? Everybody say, come on back. Come on. Say, say it. Say, get in here and sit down at the table. And we get redos in Jesus. Redos. I didn't plan to fail. I don't know who does. But there's times I failed and I've had to go through the process. It's not that Jesus left me and it wasn't that I stopped loving Jesus. How many of you hear what I'm saying? Listen to me now. Here we go. Everybody say, jump in. Amen. David was anointed to become king over Israel. In the process to become king and fulfill God's purpose, David had to go through process, and one of the processes was he was made fun of by his elder brother. But he stayed in the process. Then all of a sudden, David had to deal with success. David had to deal with the maidens of the land were writing songs about him. David had to deal with superiority because there was a king and his name was Saul. David was not king yet, but he was in process to become king. So he had to go through some things that would develop him into the individual that when it came time, he could sit on the throne under the crown and do it correctly. How many of you want to do it right? Lift your hand and shout yes. Hey, if you believe it's worth doing it right, shout yes. Then, then you will submit yourself to process. And when you step inside Teen Challenge and you say, I'm going to give you a year, what you're doing is saying, I'm going to go by your standard and I'm going to go by your order. I'm going to allow that standard and that order to take preeminence in my life. My will is no more. I've been bought with a price. It's the will of God. It's the will of God or nothing. Amen. The will of God or nothing. Listen and watch. God is always faithful to bring his plan, his purpose in your life to fulfillment. Men and women of God do not just, I'm going to say it like this, anointed men and women of God do not just appear, they are developed. Anointed. I'm not talking about performance. How many of you hear what I'm saying? I'm not talking, I'm talking about being anointed of God and you carry an authority and a power, but you've got to go through process first of all. Because everybody say this, say I'm headed somewhere. Say God has a plan for my life. I'm going to fulfill God's plan for my life. Process is a necessity. Right now, right now as I'm talking to you, I'm going through process. It wasn't the same process I went through 20 years ago, but I'm going through process right now. I want to tell you something. People that can't drive get on my nerves. I ain't saying no more. 
No. I'm not taking a sidebar. Absolutely not. Maybe, okay. The right lane is for slow cars. How many of you hear what I'm saying? The left lane are for people who break the speed limit. If you're still stuck in the 80s, 55 speed limit, nah. You go out on 99 and do 55. Never mind. Okay, here we go. Okay, I got that out of my system. Thank God. Bad drivers. It's like eating a bad donut. Oh yeah, there's bad donuts out there, believe me. You put too much grease in that batter? <sighs> Key. That thing sticks to the roof of your mouth. You drink that hot coffee and it won't melt it fast enough. Okay, I need to get back to this. Everybody say, God has a purpose for my life. God has a destiny for my life. I'm called. So no, say it. Say it like I say, I'm called. And a lot of you might say, I don't know what I'm called to do. Stay in the process. In the process, it will be revealed. But stay in the process. This guy that's standing behind this mic, if I stand back here, can I sing like him? Oh. I'm not him. I'm not him. I'm me. I'm Tim. God loves me for who I am. But in being who I am, I fall in love with who he is. And I want who he is to be who I am. How many of you with me? Shout me down. Shout yes. Everybody say like Christ. If you're going to be, go through the process. Where is that guy at? Is he still in here? Did he take a break? Where? Where's he at? Oh, he's back there drinking something cold. What's his name? Michael. Michael sings the high part. Whoo! I was wanting him to sing that song again and him to finish it like he finished it. I don't know if it's the Holy Ghost that made chill bumps going up and down my spine, but I'm telling you what, that is good. And can I tell you something? It was the Holy Ghost. There's an anointing out here. How many of you know that? Say yes. But I want to tell you why that anointing's here because somebody went through process. Somebody's going through process. Somebody is in process because God anoints who he processes. Everybody shout, I'm anointed to be processed for God's will in my life. If this is making sense, shout unto God. Uh uh. Don't quit the process. Watch now. Well, God has a purpose for my life. Yes, he has a purpose for your life. God does have a destiny for your life. God has a position for your life to fulfill. But there's process. Men and women of God do not just appear. They are developed through process. David, 
David took the head off of a giant by the name of Goliath. Boy, he did. But then David also had to deal with some things. He had to deal with the king by the name of Saul, who was man's choice and not God's choice. Then he had to deal with a man by the name of Nathan, who was definitely God-anointed and God-appointed as a prophet. The man that was chosen by men to become king by the name of Saul got jealous of David. How many of you hear what I'm saying? But all of a sudden, David has this love in him. Everybody say it's a love thing. He has this love in him. There was a time he could have took out the flesh. He could have took out Saul, but he didn't. He spared his life. Hear what I'm saying. But then he had to deal with a man by the name of Nathan who was a prophet that would come up and put his finger in your face and say, look, you, you have some sin in your life and I want to say something to you. You're guilty. Of, and David had to deal with that even after becoming king. But on his way to the throne, he had to deal with flesh. He had to deal with spirit. And then he had to deal with a guy by the name of Jonathan that worked both ends. I won't tarry there. But all of a sudden, we see David going through this process. And I want to tell you about process, a series of actions and or steps that leads to a particular product. And the product that God was getting at in David, he was dealing with his attitude. He was making alterations and adjustment in his character. How many of you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when he got to the throne, he was able to sit on the throne under the crowd, crown. And then all of a sudden, after the process was complete, what did David do? David lengthened and, and caused width to come to the borders of Israel. The first thing he went and did is that he went and got the Ark of the Covenant of God that represented the presence of God and brought it back to its rightful place in Jerusalem. Everybody say the presence of God. When you are anointed and you go through the process, you will fulfill what God has called you to do. And then God will speak to you and there will be acts of obedience. How many of you hear what I'm saying? Everybody say this with me. Say, God speaks to me. He speaks. He wants to speak. Everybody say it again. Say process. David went through the process and he obtained and fulfilled what God had called him to do. Now watch this. David had to deal with some tough things. In process, sometimes you feel like you're going to die, but you're really getting ready to live. In process, I'm telling you right now. In process, sometimes, watch this now. It feels like that you're getting a demotion, but you're really getting ready for a promotion. How many of you hear what I'm saying? Process. Now, I'm not just here passing my time. There's something that needs to be done in me. So that I can have, a, if it happens in me, I can have an effect on those around me. Listen now. If you're still with me, shout yes. Okay, now watch. There was also a man that went through process by the name of Joseph. Boy, let's look at Joseph. Joseph was his father's favorite and his father made him a coat of many colors and he wore that coat and every time his brothers would see him, the Bible says that they would have these vengeful feelings against him and they hated him. But then Joseph had a dream and in that dream, 
Basically, Joseph was known as a leader and his brothers would bow down before him and he went and told his brethren. And the Bible said when he told them the vision and the dream, they hated him even more. But what they didn't understand about this young man, Joseph, he had a heart that if I become king, you're going to be blessed too. When I reach that place where God has called me to, it's not just going to be a blessing for me. It's going to be a blessing for you. I'm going to bless people all around me. How many of you hear what I'm saying? Say yes. Now watch now. Everybody say, it's just not about me. Now watch this. Joseph was called to be the priest of Egypt. Now watch. The prince of Egypt. So when he told his brothers the dream, they hated him even more. And so he went down as he was sent by his father to check on his brothers. They were tending the sheep. And the Bible says that when they saw him coming, they said, let's, let's kill him. I'm telling you in the process, there's going to be times that you're going to come to those places where you're going to think, man, this feels like death staring me right in the face. But I'm telling you, stay in the process. God has anointed you in your process and he is after a finished product called his will in your life. Stay with me. So they stripped him of his clothing and they put him in a pit and left him to die. Those that should have been covering him were stripping him. Those that should have been loving him were hating him. And, and what is this all about? Oh, it has to do with process. They were sitting down and they were having fellowship and they were eating dinner, his brothers were, and he was in the pit and they were all having dinner and laughing and having a good time. And all of a sudden, they saw the Ishmaelites in a caravan going by and one of the brothers said, hey, let's pull old naked Joseph out of that pit and let's sell him to the Ishmaelites. Sold him for the price of Jesus. How many of you hear what I said? I don't have time to go there. But now watch this. I'm going as fast as I can. They pulled him up out of that, sold him to the Ishmaelites, and the Ishmaelites took him into the city. And there was a man by the name of Potiphar who was the chief executioner of Pharaoh. He bought, he bought Joseph. And the Bible says that he brought Joseph into his house. And the Bible says that Potiphar who represents a form of the world, looked and saw the hand of God upon Joseph. And the Bible says that he made him supervisor over his whole house, everything that was in his house, and everything that was in the field. And the only thing that Potiphar concerned himself about was what he ate. Now watch. But then all of a sudden, Potiphar's wife start having eyes for Joseph. He looks good. Boy, I think I'd like to take him up to the private chamber. And she goes and she lunges for him after many days. And he pulls away from her and runs and leaves his clothing in her hands. Everybody say part of the process. 
if you'll stay in the process and stay faithful to the process, I'm telling you God's grace is there to help you through the process so you can produce the product that God wants out of your life, and that's his will. Yeah, I believe some of you are called to be apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists. Some of you are going to teach children. Some of you are going to minister to youth. Some of you are going to go to the streets and bring them out of the muck and the mire into the body of Christ. How many of you hear what I'm saying? Some of you are going to go after the backslider. How many of you hear what I'm saying? But you stay in the process. Now watch what happened. All of a sudden, Potiphar comes home and his wife starts screaming. He, he, he made advancements at me. He did this, he did that. And the chief executioner, Potiphar, had him thrown into prison. But when he went into prison, the warden saw the hand of the Lord upon him because he was in process. He had not became the prince yet, but he was getting ready to take a step in the process. And in that step of the process, it's called the final step where I stepped to the throne and I sat down in my calling and that anointing is placed upon me not to become, but to be. Listen to me now. So he stepped into that prison and the warden made him the warden. Again, a supervisor. Everybody say, in my process, there is favor on my life. The people will see favor on my life. They will see anointing, but that's a, that anointing is on you to process you. Don't get out of process. You might be here right now thinking about quitting. I'm done. I can't do this. Look at me. You might say you never had an addiction. How do you know? Maybe I've had an addiction that I've never talked about. Because most people do. And they hide it. But I want to tell you something. When you get inside the process, all of a sudden God doesn't start dealing with your hairstyle and how you move in worship. I ain't got a bit of rhythm. I dance and it's like... Oh, every once in a while I get down at church and do it like they do in the Horn of Africa and Ethiopia and go like this. Now, 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 I can do that. But some of this funk stuff, some of y'all do, I can't do it. But, but that's okay. You dance your way and I'll dance mine. You stay in your process and I'll stay in mine. And we'll meet in the kingdom together. How many of you ready to meet in the kingdom together? How many of you ready to come together in the kingdom? Yes. Not my kingdom, not your kingdom, not your domain, not my domain, not your region, not my region. God's kingdom, God's domain. Yeah. Now watch this, I'm almost done. Thank you, Lord. Hear that? Hallelujah. We're processing. Yeah, because if you come to my church, our services last three and a half hours. Amen. There you go. Because I'm of, the, I'm of the mindset that if you can watch TV two hours a day right. times seven, 14 hours a week, you can surely stay in a church service for three and a half hours. Amen. Amen. I'm almost done. You got it, brother. Pray us. Do. Let's pray us through. Watch Come now. On. 
Stay with me. <laughs> okay, now watch. So this is what don't. Don't say that. Because it's like saying sick them to a dog. So don't. Yeah. don't. So, so watch. I got to wind this down. Okay, I'm trying to roll the decks and hurry up. Amen. Okay, watch now. So all of a sudden, he finishes the process. And he goes... And he is put as a ruler over a kingdom. He was put as a ruler inside of what we would call the world. Watch now. And the first thing, one of the first things that happened is that he began to supply for people that were in a famine. And I decree and declare over you that you are going to be the supplier of people that are in Jesus a famine name. because there's a Joseph generation Hallelujah. here today. There is a Joseph to free your family. And listen, all of a sudden, the family that had been torn apart was brought back together through a young man that had been through process. How many of you want to see your sons and your daughters, your husbands and your wife, your nephews and your nieces, your moms and your dads, your aunts and your uncles, the city where you're If you want that, I want you to stand to your feet right now. I want you to stand. There's no shortcuts. Once again, thank you for choosing our podcast today. We hope that you're comforted, encouraged, and strengthened in the Lord today because of it. Don't forget to subscribe, though. It's easy. Just go to wherever you're listening right now and click subscribe. God bless you today.